like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to um, have you uh, connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kevin Cruz on the line. He's a president over at Tooltech LLC and also president over at Hudson Bearings LLC. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Listen to a few recent episodes and appreciate you taking the time today. All right. So uh, excited to get into what you're doing over at Tooltech and Hudson's Bearings. Uh, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how'd you get started in business, Kevin? Okay. Well, I always like to sort of semi-joke around that I would never tell anybody to follow my career path. <laughs> especially uh, especially my kids who are one's almost out of college and one is out of college, trying to maybe steer them in a more traditional direction. But uh, both of my parents were entrepreneurs, and I saw the ups and downs of that lifestyle, and, and I figured I, I didn't want anything to do with that. So I studied hard and thought I wanted to go to law school and went to one year of law school, and one year of law school was all I did of law school. And <laughs> Pretty much since then, been on the entrepreneurial side for, for better or worse. Oh, that's awesome! And I, I've heard I've heard so many entrepreneurs say this in different manners. It's like they had the gene, they had the whatever it was that just made them um, have to go down that route, and it just happened sometimes. And then the best ones, the best, the ones that make me laugh the most, are the ones that say, "Don't do what I did, right?" <laughs> Steer clear. Yeah, what, be, what's, your, um... what's your tips for the next entrepreneur? <laughs> Steer clear. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it can be obviously very rewarding beyond just monetarily speaking, but it also could be quite um, difficult at times. And I have I've been at every end of the spectrum. That is that is for sure. So if you could go back and give that, you know, uh, that Kevin that was just getting started, other than the advice of don't do it, um, what kind of advice would you give that Kevin that was just getting started maybe again? I think looking back, um, maybe having a little bit more patience and uh, maybe maybe a bit of a get rich slowly type mentality of, versus trying to, to take the big swing so fast before you really have that foundation and have learned on somebody else's dime. I think you could always go from a from a large corporate environment uh, where you get a good foundation and you're getting paid to learn, and you could always go smaller or more entrepreneurial from there. That's not what I did, but who knows? That could just be a grass is always greener sort of outlook on things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, f- fair enough, and it, I agree with you on that. Um, let's switch it up a bit, Kevin. I want to get more into what you're doing over at uh, Tooltech and at Hudson Bearings. Uh, so speaking of your entrepreneurial uh, journey, what, what kind of things are you involved with now? Well, this is a little bit of a different twist for me. I came from the majority of my business background was uh, in the mortgage business and the title business and the real estate business. Oh, this is a big uh, change then. Mm-hmm. So it's a very big change in a few different ways. Um, 
when we had the financial crash in 07, that is where everything changed uh, for me professionally, and I had to sort of reinvent myself. So it was too late in the game to do what I just said originally and go back that big corporate route because I was already typecast as an entrepreneur. So I tried to maybe look at things as a bit of a hybrid and Ultimately, I think business can be synthesized down regardless of the actual product you're selling or the industry that it's in. I think all the elements sort of can be synthesized into similar components. So what I tried to do was make things a little easier on myself and go into established businesses um, that uh, were not quite as volatile and also, um, in some cases, we have purchased two businesses. So you have a bit of a head start if you're acquiring versus all the pain and misery and suffering of just doing a pure pure startup. Right. You can fo- you could focus on a lot of what can drive the, the, the top and bottom line faster um, than worrying about all of the building blocks that are necessary in a true startup. Mm. And so, um, and so you've essentially, you know, you've turned into a product guy, right? Um, versus uh, working on the service side of things. Have you noticed uh, any, any? What are kind of some of the changes and challenges? Because there's some people out there listening right now. So I'll, I'll tee it up for you. There's some people out there listening that have maybe been, you know, pretty successful in the service industry and are considering um, purchasing businesses or kind of going that route like you are. It may be a second career. It may be a pivot. It could be a lot of different reasons, but they've had some success and and they're considering um, things like what you've done. Um, what, what would be kind of your thought process to them? Yeah, I think that the majority of the skill sets necessary to be an entrepreneur or to be on the service side of things will translate well into more of the product or more of the manufacturing side. I think um, it, there's some low-hanging fruit there on, let's say, on the marketing front, for mm-hmm. sure. There's a lot of companies where they haven't touched their website. They're not doing any sure. social media, those, n- nothing in the way of videos. So for, for not a lot of expense, you can bolster that side of the business, and it bears fruit pretty fast. Um, I also think, just dovetailing into that, um, a lot of manufacturing companies, they sort of forget about uh, building and consistently building a customer base, and somebody coming from the service side or entrepreneurial side of mm-hmm. things I don't think they ever forget that that's very important and you got to keep your foot on the gas to constantly go out and see customers uh, existing and new customers. So I think that translates well and coming in with a fresh set of eyes um, into the manufacturing side where where people have been a little bit, um, I don't, they're not necessarily on the cutting edge in some cases, smaller manufacturing companies in my experience in terms of looking at different things and expanding their horizon. So I think there's a lot that entrepreneurs can offer to an existing business. Mm, that makes that makes a lot of sense, especially on the marketing end, um, and especially in manufacturing, that it's possible that there's some you know established businesses 
um, that have been around, you know, 30 years or X amount of years. They have their current client list that they've, they've known for a long time. They've maybe kind of taken that foot off the gas a little bit uh, in terms of new client acquisition and in terms of marketing, um, you know, once upon a time, your marketing was you just did quality work, right? I mean, you you gained a reputation, you did quality work, but the, especially in manufacturing, the bottom line is you're no longer just competing with your local region. So just doing quality work doesn't do it when somebody's receiving marketing um, from, you know, from other competitors that aren't even necessarily located in the same proximity. Um, so now you're, you're 100% right, 100% right. Uh, yeah, I, I love all of your points. Um, so, Kevin, if somebody is – go ahead, please. So, well, I was I was just going to add to that that at, at Hudson Bearings, as an example, mm-hmm. before I started here six or seven years ago, we never sold outside of the continental United States. And now I would say probably 35% of our business is South America, Europe. Wow. So we Amazing. just didn't realize there was a higher ceiling there for even a very niche niche product. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. <laughs> so you created a whole other market that you, I mean, and obviously during acquisition, you couldn't, you, I'm guessing you didn't have that planned out, right? Or did you? I don't know. Yeah, so so Hudson had already existed. My current business partner had bought it, but they really weren't pushing it until yeah. I uh, came on board. And uh, a lot of manufacturing companies, we did have a website, but it was a very sure. basic one. A lot of manufacturing companies this size don't even have a website still to this yeah. day. So doing a few trade shows, website, videos, et cetera, has really facilitated um, being able to expand our reach into a host of other other countries. Wow. that's uh, well, I, well, I can tell you one thing. There's a lot of digital marketers that also listen uh, to this podcast. and They just found a new niche. <laughs> if they're listening <Yeah>. closely. <laughs> There's some low-hanging fruit for the digital marketers out there in the <laughs> manufacturing land, <laughs> even just with simple websites. All kidding aside. It's true. <laughs> See, that, that's why I tell people, listen to the podcast. You get new ideas every day. That's <laughs> a plug. <laughs> yeah. We didn't pre-plan this. This is just happening in this conversation. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. So, Kevin, if somebody's uh, listening to this and if they want more information on Tooltech or Hudson Bearings, uh, what's the best way for them to get that info? I would say LinkedIn is, is a great way, or they could also uh, go to either website, Hudson Bearings with an S.com or Tooltech.com. Um, and my email best emails k k r o o s at hudsonbearings.com all right fantastic well hey kevin i really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing some of your background as an entrepreneur and the and the new companies that you're um that you're involved with so thank you for that um to the to the audience as always really appreciate you tuning in i hope you got a lot of value out of this if you did don't forget to subscribe to the podcast Leave me a review. Uh, um, do all those things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Kevin, thanks again for coming on.